Welcome to Liquid Courage, the podcast where I, Amanda Pereira, sit down with a fellow artist that I admire and ask them the questions I've never had the guts to ask them before. Sounds scary? Yeah, it really is. So I use a little liquid courage in the form of my guest's favorite drink. We cheers, chat, and connect as I attempt to soak up all the wisdom they have to offer. Today I sit down with Mariana Miniotis and we sip on some Crown Royal Apple together. Mariana is the brand and content manager at the Sonar Podcast Network based out of Toronto. After moving to Canada from Greece at the age of six, Mariana studied cultural studies and communications at McGill University and went on to study marketing at the University of Toronto. Since the very beginning, Mariana has been a podcast enthusiast. She is the creator and writer behind Pod Creatures, a Toronto-based blog celebrating local podcasters. Her enthusiasm for podcasts also led her to connect with the Sonar Network, an award-winning indie podcast network established in 2017 that now has over 50 podcasts on its roster. She now works as the brand and content manager at Sonar and is a critical player in strategizing podcast releases, building partnership relationships, and increasing visibility. During our conversation, you'll hear Mariana and I often mention the name Mike, and we're referring to Michael Mangiardi, who is one of the co-founders of the Sonar Network. So Mariana is a brand and content manager, a podcast lover, and someone I admire immensely. Hi, Mariana. <laughs> Usually I do that by myself, so I was so glad that you joined me in the countdown before we started recording. Hi, how are you feeling today? Uh, oh, I'm feeling great. How are you feeling, oh, Amanda? I'm feeling so good. Also, you are a podcast like expert, and so I found myself not only like uh, nervous for the interview part, like I normally am nervous with a guest, I was also nervous with the behind-the-scenes stuff of like, oh my God, what is she going to think about the setup or like how I book guests or all the things because you know so much. So anyway, <laughs> that's also how I'm feeling and I'm glad we're drinking a stiff drink today because that'll help curb some of that nervousness. Oh, I wouldn't call myself a podcast expert. I would call myself a podcast enthusiast, I oh. guess. I would it, Like I'm not a sommelier, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm not sitting around judging okay. every podcast for every little thing. So you don't have to worry about that. Okay. And think? something that I love about podcasts is that I love to see like random just people in the world doing them. Yeah. And not having to be like the biggest, like have all the resources and have all the like high end shit that they probably don't need. Yeah. So you're doing great. Thank you so much, Mariana. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. And yeah. I also love seeing that. I mean, it's such it's such an accessible art form in that way. Like the barrier of entry is much lower than a lot of other art forms, I'd say. So yeah, yeah it's awesome that so many people can, can create one and like share stories and you can hear from other people around the world. Yeah. I almost said like TikTok, but like there, it feels like that's degrading to podcasts in a way. So I'm going to I'm going to pretend that I didn't say that. Hey, TikTok can be an art. Absolutely. And frankly, I don't know how to handle TikTok in my own life. So I'm yeah. like, if people are doing it, that's amazing. It it's is. amazing that you're yeah. actually doing TikTok. Yeah. Even if it's a horrible, like a horribly produced TikTok, it's like, you did it. Like, yeah. cheers. You, I didn't do it. You did it's it. It's incredible. And actually, TikTok is so funny because the cool thing about TikTok is it is like even more than podcasts, people love like, I know that like everyone's doing high res, like big light lit, mm. like 
high quality like videos and shit on mm-hmm. TikTok, but actually on TikTok stuff that really really works is like just a person in their jogging pants just like lounging on the couch, <laughs> hair up, like no makeup, like just a schlub just like yeah. lounging and talking to the camera about whatever nonsense they want to talk about. Yeah. That's like that goes so far. It's so, so interesting. I feel like maybe part of it is like a response to Instagram culture that is so not that. Like Instagram is so yeah. curated and filters and everybody's life looks perfect that then I feel like maybe the the opposite swing on the other end is people really wanting TikToks to yep. just see. Like I love pe- I love watching people clean up their houses. Like it's so cathartic yeah. to me. Just fucking yeah. doing their dishes and then the kitchen's clean or there's one the algorithm found me and I'm so happy that I just watch all these videos of like this company cleaning old rugs like dirty rugs oh yes oh, with like right? power washers yes. like crazy like hoses and vacuums and yeah, stuff yeah the big yes I've the big those. vacuum things oh my god i don't know what because at the beginning you literally just know the shape of the of the rug you can't even, i don't know how we got on this but like you can't even t- <laughs> you can't even tell what the pattern is yeah, and it's then just like the, black. Yeah. And then by the mm-hmm. end, you're like, there's a Mickey Mouse face under there? Like, who would have ever known? It's so amazing. Oh, man. I, lo- I love those, too. Oh, and um, since we're on TikTok, I have to say that my, yeah. my favorite, 100% favorite TikTok creator in the universe, and she'll yeah. never be topped, is that woman with the colorful pants who does the... I don't know this woman. Oh, I have to find <laughs> she it. She goes like that. I don't know her. And and she has a dance. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm sitting. It's too tight here for me it's to get tight. up and do the dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's yeah. a whole dance. And <gasps> the best part is she does the same dance every video. Same dance. 80% of the time, same music. And same dance different pants. Is that what her is that what her account is called? Same dance, different pants. <laughs> That's what it should be called. No. <laughs> no, but I love that. I feel like it should be. I feel like this I is a great I don't even remember her name. I honestly just come across them all the time, and I think the algorithm just knows now. Knows. You love this. You yeah, love yeah, this yeah. pants woman. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's always just a colorful pants lady dancing. <laughs> dancing. It's all I want. That's all I want. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I mean, I'm sure I'll be suggested it now. I'll, I'll, I'll send you one after. It. Okay, please do. I would actually love to see. Mm-hmm. I would love to see same dance, different pants. Okay, so... Today, you chose, okay, so you chose a drink that I have never had before. I mean, Ooh. a drink, a straight alcohol, a straight alcohol. It's like a, I'm a straight, child. A straight alcohol. You chose yeah. a straight alcohol, a hard alcohol. So we are drinking Canadian Club whiskey apple flavor. And I was no. telling, no. What? Is it not flavored? <laughs> not no, it is flavored, but it's not Canadian Club. It's, it's Crown oh, Royal. No. Oh, no. Crown Royal. Sorry. I got the right one. I promise. Crown Royal. Yeah. I don't think there is a Canadian club app. I don't know if there is. We are drinking. It's because I don't even have the bottle near me. Crown Royal Apple. And I was telling you before, I poured my drink. My entire office smells like apple. Like this, like a Jolly Rancher apple, like you had said. Mm, I'm also wearing this sweater. It smells like candy. Green like apple. It smells like candy. I'm so excited to try this. Is that sweater green? I hope I like it. It is green. What does it look like? Like gray. over. It looks gray. Well... <laughs> You know, I sat here before trying to choose what color my lights should be. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because sometimes they go like really orange or really pink and I look ill. So I was just mm. trying to make it like a natural color. And maybe you it's look making... very healthy. Thank you so much. Healthy in a gray sweater. <laughs> no, what can I say? Isn't that a nice compliment if you it is. see someone after a while and they're like, 
Wow, you look so healthy. It's better oh than God, saying, I would love like, to hear that. You lost weight. You gained weight. You look yes, tired. It's so much better to just be like, you look healthy or you look happy. Like, that. Yeah. I welcome that. Yeah. You know? So thank you. Also, I realize I'm wearing green. You're wearing red. The main colors of the apples. Marianne. so funny. I'm not wearing red. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, listen, What's the lighting happening? is all over. Let's not worry about the lighting. Okay, it's... great. Listen, apples. It's fine. Apples. Okay, so do you want to see me... green? Yes. Do you I want to see, like, see green. real green? Yeah, I do. Okay, this is real green. Real okay, green. This is fired. the bag that Show this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> no, I'm like, sorry. It's so sweet. I can get a bag. This is the bag. Oh, oh that's does... You can't even see, like, the lime green color. Oh, wow. It's stitched. It's golden stitched. It is golden. Yeah, there's golden trim. It is you know, Crown Royal famously comes with in a purple bag. I guess because they're like this is for royalty. Absolutely, this a is little, royal. Although I'm like, what kind of royal is walking around with whiskey in a bag? I don't know. And you know what? Someone else is getting their whiskey. Like nobody's carrying that bag. Someone else is carrying the bag for them. <laughs> yeah, truly, exactly. I've bought two bottles yeah. of Crown Royal and I've never gotten a bag. Specifically for this podcast. And I've never gotten a bag. Look how beautiful oh, this really? little bag is. Oh, yeah. Hope, you should use this as a purse. <laughs> Just one yeah. day. It's a around. little too green for me. There. I know you there. can't tell because the light, we've been over the lighting. It looks black. But... No, I'm kidding. It doesn't, it doesn't at all. It clearly looks green. It clearly looks green. But it green. peeks out of its little bag. <gasps> oh, it's like That's a baby. That's all. I, I wanted to show you the bag. That's all. The crown royal so is crowning is... and it's coming out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> And oh it's it. so pretty okay I forgot to ask you like do you drink it on the rocks do you drink it what is it straight I, I drink it on the rocks okay, and great. I picked this drink because truth be told I had no idea what to <laughs> yeah. write when your form says like what drink do you want to drink yeah. and I was just like fuck oh my god I <laughs> forgot about this part somehow somehow I totally forgot the whole premise whole is premise drinking a drink oh, yeah 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 <laughs> I was like oh we're just gonna chat and uh, I think Mike was there and he was and I was like I don't know like a white claw like are people like is that normal that, and he's like I don't know like he was probably getting annoyed with me and then at some point uh, he was just like what about that apple whiskey that you and your sister drink and I was like oh, yes great that's one. it great one. that's it and that's it. you know why why I'll wait because I'll pour it when I can. Um, you can have the the B roll. The, I love the oh, sound yeah. of the pouring. I love um, it. The reason it, that <laughs> I chose it is because my sister, whenever she she lives in Greece, and mm. when she comes to visit Canada, she's addicted to this to this shit. Oh, like I don't, don't know. I think Greece, I had maybe? it. No, they don't have Crown Royal mm. in Greece. Mm. I think I had it here like as a fluke. I don't know how, but she had it here for the first time. And she just became, like, obsessed. So every time she comes back, immediately, she'll, like, get out of the plane and be like, go to LCBO. I need to get a bottle of, I need to get a bottle of this green apple shit. You're like, okay, like, nice to see you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, missed you too. And then basically, she'll drink it by the time she leaves Canada. Love that. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Actually, yes. I want to ask you, but pour, pour your drink first. And then I want to okay. ask you something about this because I'm very intrigued. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, 100%. Oh, really? That oh little that, <laughs> that little gluggy <laughs> is one of my favorite sounds in the entire world. Oh, it's the best. I was oh. not expecting it to be that good, to it's be honest. It's so good. Okay, cheers. I want to try this. I have okay. not tried this yet. It smells so good. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it smells so good. 
Oh my god! It, you said it. Ta- you said it was gonna taste like candy. In the formula, really like. Oh, so for everybody, mm. I send a form to guests so that they can tell me information about themselves and like including what liquid courage drink do you want to drink? And in Mariana's form, when you wrote Crown Royal Apple, I can't believe I fucked that up in the beginning. Anyway, when I said Crown Royal Apple, you're like, no, we're not drinking that. Um, when you said Crown Royal Apple and then you said like careful, like it tastes like candy. This yeah. absolutely tastes like candy. And it's like so cold from my ice, from my rocks, that it tastes amazing. Okay. Mm. You do have to be careful. It's going to be dangerous. Yeah. I was literally like, also, I need it, to be careful here. Yeah. I have to warn people when they drink it because I'm like, it literally tastes like just a delicious sugary juice. Yeah. And then, I mean, like, I felt, I thought I poured so much into my glass and now I'm like, I'm almost done this glass. <laughs> yeah. You have to be like, so, what? we have to sip. Okay. We have to be so careful on this <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. 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 It's um, liquid courage. It's not liquid, liquid courage. Um, mania. Mania. That Maybe that's the next spinoff. You and me <laughs> just drinking Apple Crown Royal. Okay, question. When you, mm-hmm. I'm so intrigued. So when you were talking about when you got the form and you were like, oh, fuck, I forgot this was a part of it that I had to say a drink. Yeah. And like, what am I going to drink? What was the, maybe I'm getting too granular, but I'm so intrigued. What was the pressure? Were you like, I have to choose a drink that, what, like represents me, that's unique? Like, what What was? Yes, that's okay. part of it. Because yeah. once I remembered, like, once I saw the question and I was like, oh, yeah, duh, that's the whole thing. <laughs> friggin thing right I was like oh no I have to be interesting now it has to be cool it has to be something cool either like cool that like okay first of all has to be something no one else has done Mm. so Mm. I didn't Mm. I didn't know you did crown royal I guess I didn't see that one I know but but I think I think we might have said like scotch or like and I was like oh okay like I don't it wasn't specifically crown royal okay helps okay cool also, like, usually when I tell people about this drink, they're like, I don't know what that is. I've never had that before. And I'm like, you haven't lived. But <laughs> so you wanted me to live. I so appreciate that also. <laughs> but yeah, so it had to be something other people haven't done. Yeah. And and something, like, different. Like, I didn't want to be like, oh, let's drink, like, Yeah, who are you about? Wine. Who are you about to? Okay, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry to whoever drank yeah, yeah, yeah. white wine on this podcast. Yeah, I'll insert the list here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and to make you feel even worse, Mariana, they felt bad about pick, picking white wine. They were like, I don't know, oh, no. is this basic? But this is what I drink. <laughs> but this no, is what I tell people. No. It just has, it's like whatever you feel like drinking, whatever makes yeah. you feel good. Yeah. So like if I love, I love that Crown Royal Apple has like a specific unique connection to you. Like that is, that is like throwing a dart in the bullseye like that's throwing a dart okay I don't throw darts that's I did it beautiful you did it and also <sighs> if you came here and you were like I don't know I didn't know what to drink so I said vodka soda I'd be like great let's fucking drink a vodka soda I almost did great the thing that I usually drink when I go out is a gin and soda mm, yum, yum, and yum, I was yum. almost just like fuck it yeah. <laughs> just do gin and soda but yeah. then I was actually that's what Mike said he was like just do gin and soda just that's all it. you drink I was oh like, wow no wonder he was getting annoyed because he's in every conversation of this of like should I do oh it went on for so long yeah it went on for so and then one and then before I decided on this before he decided on this <laughs> I was going through not only yeah was I deciding what to drink but at some point I got on White Claws and I was like I like White Claws but it has to be the right flavor 100%. And I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck flavor am I going to pick? <laughs> There's so many flavors of White Claw. Yeah. yeah. And like, what I literally, no joke, was Googling flavors of White Claw just to be like, okay, what I'm going to go through each one and decide <laughs> which, like, yes or no. I'm going to narrow it down to like my top five and then I'm going to like my top pick five. that one. <laughs> 
Okay, literally the episode before you was White Claw and the episode before oh that God. was White Wine. Like you are on you're on the the wavelength, the wavelength, whatever this is. Okay. That's hilarious. Also, here's wow. like here's the the kicker, whatever. I feel like I'm slowly turning into like an aunt, like your aunt, your lovable aunt. Here's the kicker. If you're getting the form, I already think you're unique and wonderful. You don't have to pick a drink to confirm that. I already think that because you're here. Also, not okay. that you have to get the form. Everybody is unique and wonderful. But I just mean, I already think that. But I'm I'm, I'm very, it's a cherry on top that it's a drink I've never had and I get to try. Like, that's really cool. The show is not like a competition. It's not like every <laughs> guest, every guest comes on and it's like they have to oh, yeah, yeah. be better than the last and all the rest. Oh my god! How did you know that? Like at the end of the season, I ask, yeah. I ask listeners and viewers to vote on their favorite <laughs> guest, and then whoever doesn't win the best, like I just, they all get canceled, including me. I go down with the ship. You have to. Titanic rules. Of course. I don't know if that is Titanic rules. I think that's just ship rules. That's where I learned it. I think Titanic, Titanic rules. Okay. Titanic rules where everybody goes down with the ship. It really was, except for the rich people. Ugh. Yeah, did they all survive or something? No, but they tried to make them all survive. Oh, yeah. Survive. Um, <laughs> okay, well, Titanic rules and Titanic rocks. Okay, my rocks <laughs> and my drink. I love Titanic, but, like, someone spoiled it for me before I saw it in theaters, and that was rough because I just, like, I'm said, sorry, what? I know. Yeah. Hold on. No, no, yeah. no. I'm not okay. shocked at that person. <laughs> oh. This okay. movie came out in 1994. Yeah. In theaters. Wait, no. Did it a not? Little close, but like I, I wasn't four. You know what? That's how old not. were you? What? Uh, not how old were you? You know what? Let's not get into that. Oh, but 1997. What? I was seven. Oh. Grade two. So someone spoiled Titanic for you <laughs> before you were, yeah. what, seven? Yeah. Like, when you were seven? I saw it in theaters when it came out. Wow. I felt so much older. I was seven. And spoiler alert, everyone who hasn't seen Titanic yet, Jack dies. And someone told me he dies. And I was so upset. I got all dressed up with my friend Jean Merrick, who was a witch and who I thought was like the coolest person in the world. And my mom brought us to the movies. I wore her, like I wore her clothes. I felt so cool. Me and Jean went. And the whole time, I didn't spoil it for her. I didn't tell her. But the whole time I knew that Jack died. And I was super bummed. Like every time he goes under the pole in the water, I'm like, oh my God, it's, it's now. Like for a good hour and a half, you think he's going to die. I never thought. I didn't see it coming how it happened. But I thought it was coming all the other times. Oh, my God. Anyway, don't ruin movies for people, you know? No, I hate that for you. Mm -hmm. uh, it's so funny to me that you were seven <laughs> years old and this was such a big thing. Because yeah, really I was also me. seven at the time. I didn't give a shit about Titanic. I was seven. <laughs> I really, I thought Leonardo DiCaprio was very attractive oh. at seven. He was, what, 25? Like, I don't know. He was so much older than me. I was like his child hey he's uh, all about that but a hundred percent it's his mo so like i was on that wavelength okay i feel like wow. i want to talk to you about podcasts <laughs> maybe <laughs> i just thought like maybe i, I feel like it's in the air it's in the air you know it's yeah. like we're on one or something okay <laughs> you were like an early lover of podcasts like you got mm -hmm. in there ground floor what is it specifically about podcasts that you think hooked you in, in the beginning? Like, what did you love so much? You kind of mentioned earlier, like, you love the accessibility of it. But, yeah. Like, what did you love so much? Yeah. I had a really funny, like, early podcast loving time. Mm. In, like, 2006. Like, I think podcast started um, 2005, really. Mm -hmm. And then kind of, like, 
you know, went from there. But 2006, this podcast started called Uh Yeah Dude. <laughs> um, and like back then, podcasts really literally were just like two guys talking into a mic about like whatever the hell. Yeah. So that was like new <laughs> at the time. <laughs> now it's like, stop, stop right, it, right, right. stop doing this. Right, right. But then it was like, this is cool. Everybody mm-hmm. likes this. And oh yeah, dude was just like, I think I connected with them, like just their personalities. I don't even, I couldn't even tell you how I found them. I think like a friend told me about them or something. Mm. And then I checked it out and I was like, oh yeah, I love these guys. Mm. Um, they were like just funny. Like they would do like Craigslist readings. Like they would like go on Craigslist and find funny stuff and read it. Like just hilarious, like stuff that probably half of it doesn't hold up at this point, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, so not just that, but they just, like, had fun personalities, and you got really into, like, them, like, Mm. just them as personalities, and you don't even, like, like, they're just random guys, but you get to know them so well because they're just, like, in your ears Mm. for so long because their episodes also were, like, two, three hours long or something sometimes, and I would listen constantly, like, I just became, like, I would have it on, I was commuting a lot at the time. I, I don't know. I wait. T- 2006. I wasn't commuting. What am I talking about? <laughs> I was commuting later. 2006. I was 16. Where am I commuting? <laughs> to school? Were you walking to, to school? I'm walking. I was walking <laughs> back then to school. <laughs> anyway, at that point, I was probably just listening to them all day long and ignoring mm. my teachers. <laughs> but, you know, I listened to that specific podcast for years Mm. like years and they became so much a part of like my life and then I started to get to know listeners of the show and like they had this whole community like on Facebook they had like Facebook like a Facebook group and there was you know like every community that grows out of a fan base is a fucking mess so (laughs) this Facebook group was a mess And then at some point, um, I love when this happens, but these like women Mm. from the group broke off into a separate group and called themselves like UID, like ladies or something. Mm. So I was put into that group and I was like, okay, this is way cooler (laughs) because there's just like a few women that are cool (laughs) instead of like the crazy like people over in this other group. And yeah, and we kind of all became close and supported each other a lot through things. Mm. Like I had cancer at one point Mm. and they were like a huge support system for me. And in general, like that podcast kind of, it just became such a big part of my life, Mm -hmm. like in an intimate way. And yeah, and then my love for podcasts kind of grew from there Mm. because I realized like how connected you can get to, to a host of a show Mm. it's just guys that I've never met in my life but like somehow I just feel like we're friends Mm -hmm. and then from there it just went and like there was another podcast kind of same thing I guess I really was into like that style of like two guys talking at that point (laughs) and there was this other little show that popped up where were they from they were from somewhere in the states and they had funny like they had like an accent but I can't remember exactly where Chicago maybe Chicago I can't remember. Yeah, just if you do that. <laughs> I'm trying to like get yeah. the accent. Yeah. Yeah. 
I can't remember exactly where they were from, but they were they were called Nice Man. Mm. It was just called Nice Man. And it was just these two guys. Again, same thing. Just like two guys I've never heard of in my entire life. But they were like kind of my age and going through or like a little bit ahead of me. So going through like graduating and and this was in university, I think. Mm. And they were in university and I was in university. And it was just like I got really into that, them, and to the point where, like, again, a community kind of formed around them, a very much smaller one, because, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, dude became huge, but Nice Man was, like, a little group, mm-hmm. and they, like, and I would talk to them sometimes, they would interact with me, and then at some point, they asked me to write for their, they had, like, a little blog on their website, mm-hmm. they asked me to write for it, and I wrote, <laughs> I wrote a couple different things, and they were cute. But one thing that I wrote was just, <laughs> have you ever heard of a show called Popcorn TV? No. Wait. No, no, no one has. No. Okay, no. Um, <laughs> so I, I wrote this article basically absolutely bashing the host of this show. <laughs> like just. On their own I don't blog. know what got into like me. On their, yeah. It wasn't even my blog. <laughs> it was someone else's blog for a podcast. Oh. And. I think they just wanted like fun, interesting, funny stuff on their mm. blog. And so they were like kind of recruiting a couple listeners who wanted to do stuff. So yeah, I, I wrote this uh, a review of like an episode of Popcorn TV. Popcorn TV, by the way, worst show ever. It's <laughs> like, uh, it's a gag show, you know, like just mm. for love, just oh, for, yeah, just, yeah, for yeah. Luffs. just for laughs, just for laughs, just for laughs, gags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that, but so bad like Mm. just for laughs gags is already so bad yeah 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 this is like imagine it a hundred times worse (laughs) basically like i I forget like the specific things oh yeah one thing was like one of the gags was just like they would come and like carry someone who's waiting at like a stoplight or like to cross a crosswalk they would just carry them across the street and put them down (laughs) and they were like haha we got you like don't touch and they would just like get off like why are you carrying me like (laughs) Oh, weird. It was just, anyway, the gags yeah. were bad. It was all really bad. But for some reason, I latched onto the host, who mm. was honestly just doing his job. Yeah. And he was fine. Yeah. But I just was like, this is the worst. This is the worst man ever. <laughs> and I bashed him to bits. And they loved it. They thought it was really funny. And they put it up. And the host of that show, I won't oh, even no. say his name because God bless him. Yeah. Um, He found it and he commented on it or something and was like, whoa like this is kind of like whatever but hey it's all in good fun like he was just very wow. chill he was oh, very nice him. yeah i think wow. he wrote like oh great review or something but yeah my real name is this or whatever <laughs> I, I, I was just like oh my god wow. and then i felt so bad yeah you know when you do stuff when you're young and you're just like I know. oh like, what an I asshole that? i was i know and you can't under you're like why in that moment and you just wish so bad you could just like I'm thinking of an instance of me where you wish you could just go back like a second earlier and not do it. It's so rough. <laughs> but okay, I'm so yeah. I'm so interested in like so okay, I part of why I love podcasts is that I get to like listen to these conversations that otherwise I wouldn't be a part of and I don't have to contribute. Like I can just be I can just yeah. listen. And I think it's so interesting what you're saying about with these two different instances, you became like you use the word like intimate. You became so intimately mm-hmm. familiar with these hosts. Even yeah. even so much that like when you were having situations in your personal life that were stressful with your health, or I'm sure there was other areas too, that you were reaching out to like this podcast community. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering like, what do you think you get out of those relationships 
with those other listeners or like with the hosts that maybe you can't, not you, but you in general can't really get out of real life relationships or I don't think that's a substitute, but I think that there's something there in that situation that maybe is harder to get in real life. No, I agree. I, I don't know. I don't know really how to put it into words, but Mm. definitely there is a level of familiarity or something Mm -hmm. there because you, I mean, I can speak at least to the uh, Aya Dude Mm -hmm. group with the girls. Like, I think we all, you know, there's like a connection Mm. because you're all laughing at the same jokes. You're, Mm. you know, you're keeping up with the episodes and you're like commenting on the episodes and and everyone's just kind of like, oh my God, in this episode, remember when this happened Mm. or like whatever. So you have this like, communal like joy mm-hmm. that you're just all kind of sharing this like fun thing that you love and makes you laugh mm-hmm. but then you know I don't know I don't know also like maybe it was that that show in particular was kind of like you know the the host's personalities were pretty like sort of left-leaning progressive mm-hmm. and you know like it I guess the crowd that they draw yeah will inevitably sort of have something in common in in that way Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. in their sort of view of the world Mm -hmm. so I think that also connected us a lot Mm -hmm. but yeah there is definitely there was definitely a deeper level of connection with that group than most (laughs) groups I've been a part of in my (laughs) life like yeah yeah and I don't yeah I think it is that like shared love of something and Mm -hmm. I mean that happens that happens in other areas too right Mm -hmm. it's not just that it's like Mm -hmm. happens with music like people that love a band or Mm -hmm. something that's like not huge they might like find each other Mm -hmm. and I think it's just another another one of those yeah yeah and I think with hosts specifically like becoming familiar or attached to a host of a show that maybe that you've never spoken with I think part of it too is like When I'm talking to other human beings, my nervous system might be a little activated. I might be like, oh, am I saying something weird or was that, you know, I have to like what you were saying. I have to choose a drink that represents me and that's unique and that's different. (laughs) But when you're listening to a host, you can be a part of that without ever kind of having to feel like you have to prove yourself or perform or engage in a way you get to just be a part of it. I I get like I, I feel like there's a. There's a lack of pressure in that that, like, can be quite comforting. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also, for me at least, it was the sheer amount that I mm. had these people playing in my ears. Yeah, like, I got... Hours I, and hours. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah really, <laughs> it was crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like that with any podcast that I like. I get obsessive and I'll listen to hundreds of hours of it. Mm. Like, when I discovered Comedy Bang Bang... Mm. Oh my god. I think they were like 150 episodes in or something. I was like, no, I'm going straight back. I had to listen from second one to whenever I caught up. But I'm like that, I think, just because I'm like, I need to know how we got here. Yeah. Like, how did we get to this point? Yeah. Were we always like this? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like the amount that they're in your ears is just like, becomes your routine, right? It becomes part of every little task that you're doing you know Mm -hmm. you're waking up brushing your teeth they're there Mm -hmm. you're you know doing folding your laundry they're there you're commuting they're there you're Mm -hmm. like bored at work they're there Mm -hmm. it's just it sounds crazy now that I'm talking about it (laughs) (laughs) the more I talk about it the more I'm like this is stalking 
<laughs> well, no, it's them. They, you're not listening in. Like you didn't bug their house. Like they're releasing all these episodes. No, and I know. They, I mean, that's kind of what like, that's what I was going to say. That's what the statisticians, but like, that's what they've kind of found is that like most people are listening while they're doing kind of mundane tasks or commuting so yeah. I don't think it's creepy at all they fully consented to you downloading and listening to the episode or just listening to no, it or whatever I so but I hear what you're saying it's like wow I mean you know some of these people you can be listening to their thoughts and views on the world more than like your closest people in your life sometimes you yeah, know? Absolutely. so yeah. yeah so they really and for me at that time I think they really were shaping who I was becoming yeah and I mean it's not like I just like blindly followed everything they mm-hmm. say, but it has an impact, you know, 100%. you start to really relate to these people mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, they feel like this about this topic. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. It kind of changes things. And in formative years, especially like it'll have quite an impact. Yeah. But then when I discovered Comedy Bang Bang, mm. I think that's when my, I think that like, Oh, yeah, dude was, like, my comfort. Mm. It was, like, my, like, these are my friends, and I take them everywhere kind of thing. Comedy Bang Bang was, like, eye-opening for me Mm. because at that point, it was still early days, and it was, like, oh, holy shit. Like, you don't have to just have a conversation. Like It can be so much more. Like, why didn't I ever think that you could be a character (laughs) on mic? Like, what? How could I not think of that? But it was, for some reason, Mm mind-blowing. And I think that's where, like, my real kind of love for podcasts took off. Yeah. Well, because you're introduced to, like, oh, look at the variety and the the like limitlessness of this medium. Like, you can do whatever the hell you want, really, as long Mm -hmm. as you're recording and then... If you post it, like, there, it's a podcast. You can do whatever you want. It's so great. And then I started to get into, like, fiction. Mm. Serial came out at some point. Of course, that was, like, incredible. And then Mystery Show from Gimlet. That was, like, I mean, Mm. oh, my God, what a gem. (laughs) Yeah, fiction and, like, fake stories, too. I remember listening to to Limetown. Did you ever hear Limetown? Oh, oh, my God. I think I listened to, like, two episodes so long ago. It was about, like, a town that disappeared. Yes. Yeah. Limetown was one of those oh. early ones where I was like, is this real? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I listened to it early enough that I was just like, what? Like, I was, like, a little boggled by it. But then, yeah. you know, obviously that was short-lived. I figured out it's, like, a written story. But it was just so well-produced and yeah. so well-written and narrated. And I was like, holy shit, you can do amazing stuff yeah. with podcasts. yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, okay, I don't know why, but us talking is making is is making me think of the last time that I was with you in person. We were at Pod the North's anniversary party at Bad at, mm-hmm. at Buddies and Bad Times, and yeah. so you you are a person that I feel is so like warm and friendly whenever I interact with you, and also I find myself like so intimidated by you at the same time no Amanda okay this is my question and I think part of it is like you have like you sometimes have you often have often take it with a grain of salt because I've been around you maybe a handful of times but you often when I'm around you have like a um like a dry sense of humor like delivery which I love (laughs) which I do like in general I love okay but I'm just curious do you get do people tell you this that you're intimidating yes the reason I'm screaming (laughs) no at you is because do people tell you this I've been told many times in my life that I'm intimidating and I'm always like 
What oh, the hell? No. Like, okay, how old? Like, what is the what is the youngest you remember somebody saying like you're inti- you're intimidating? I find high school, mm. like probably fourteen. Oh, maybe maybe even before that. Honestly, maybe I'm 12. empathizing with you, Mariana, and also I'm not gonna lie. I need to be transparent. There's a part of me that's like, oh, I would have killed to be intimidating at 14. <laughs> I feel like I was not intimidating at 14. What do you think it is? Why do you think people? First of all, it, oh it can God, be I about them know. and not you. Like truly, it's not a. Yeah, but when many people have told Mm. you this, I feel like at some point you're like, maybe it's not them. Many people are insecure also. Secure people (laughs) trigger insecure people, you know? Not to, whatever, but it can happen. Yeah, that's true. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm secure (laughs) necessarily. (laughs) But yeah, I I don't know what it is. I think, I think it's actually the opposite. I think it's Mm. my nervousness or my insecurity or like just my weirdness Mm. coming across as coldness or something Mm. or dryness but it's really just I'm not sure what to do at any given moment I truly I'll let you in on this little secret of my life (laughs) I have absolutely no fucking idea what to say or do at any given time I'm oh my god you play it so well Marianne I have to tell you so I am well. trying so hard to go with the flow at all yeah. times, but I'm I'm so anxious. I'm such a nervous person. Mm. I'm like really like second guessing everything. I second guess everything I do. Mm. And it's like I've been working on it, obviously, like mm-hmm. everyone's got their weird stuff that mm-hmm. happens in their brain. But for me, it's like doubting every decision I've ever made. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Just like I can't a rough one. Did you hear me try to decide about a drink to bring to this program? (laughs) Yes. And can I tell you, when you were explaining that, I was floored. Like, I was so interested because I was like, what? I thought Mariana would just, this is what I imagined you doing. Okay. If you, if I imagined you being like, oh yeah, that's a part of the the show. Oh, forgot that. Okay. Hold on. What's in my fridge? Orange juice. We're going to do orange juice. That's what I pictured. (laughs) You just being like, what's in the, not because you don't, okay. Maybe that, not because you don't care, but that you're so like, it doesn't matter. I'm going to choose whatever I'm going to drink and I am who I am and I'm cool. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing that I come across that That's way. That's totally. I mean, also, again, grain of salt. We have been around each other maybe five times in our life. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. And I want to be very clear that like there's, you're also so warm and friendly. You are always inviting. You're always like, you're always like including me in a conversation. Like, cause I feel like when I say intimidating, it somehow I never, I don't want to paint the picture that you have done or said anything to be intimidating. Yeah. I just find you intimidating. And I was curious if you had gotten that feedback before. And then based on your facial expression, I was like, oh, yes, (laughs) she has. It's, I mean, I I definitely understand that it's not, it's not an insult. Okay, good, good, good. I think like, it's funny because like, my best friend in the world Hmm. is, she lives in Vancouver. So, well, Victoria, no. Vancouver Island. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Somewhere, somewhere Sorry. really far Sorry, away. BC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> far enough away that it's annoying and sad. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but she is like, like where I'm maybe more dry and sort of like straight. Mm. Like she is like, you couldn't find a more bubbly person. Like Aww. just like smiling 100% of the time. Doesn't matter what's <laughs> happening. Smiling, like just joyous just like she's radiating joy it's like you can smell the joy from her and everyone that interacts with her (laughs) smells good Uh, smells like vanilla yeah 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 at all times yeah love it (laughs) but everyone that interacts with her is just like oh my god she's the nicest person that ever existed and I'm like 
yeah, I fucking know, man. <laughs> but, and I'm like, just over here, like, oh, I intimidate people. Well, maybe it's good <laughs> that she lives in BC, because then you're not like physically with each other as, as much. No, I oh, miss no, her. Oh, she's know, she's a good compliment to me. Yes, because totally. I'm like weird and awkward, and she's <laughs> fun and bubbly and social. Aww. And it, it's like, I know I'm painting this picture of myself that I'm like so broken. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I was going to say, I, like, I, I have never experienced like it actually like so surprises me. They're like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what to say. Because I'm like, <laughs> wow, you the last time we had a conversation, there was a moment where I went out of being present and thought in my head and literally said it to my friend afterwards. I was like, oh, God, I floated above my head for a second. And I thought, oh, my God, she's carrying this conversation so well. Like, what What if I run out of things to say? Like, what if I don't know what to say? It can't all be on her, Amanda. Say things. Like, I was nervous. Man, you're doing oh. great. God, this is so annoying, yeah. though, when you think of those. Let's just say, think of us, too, sitting there. And all of the subtext going on and the subtitles that are so unnecessary. Like, next time we talk, I'm just going to tell you, like, hey, I'm intimidated and there's no reason. And you can be like, I don't know what the fuck to say to you. And I'm going to be like, great. Do you want to just drink some gin and tonics and feel basic? And just uh, Gin and soda. No, gin and tonic. Gin and soda. Right. And just sit over there and not talk but be near each other. Great. Let's do that. I do love that. I love a relationship where you, I do. I, yeah. A relationship where you can just absolutely just sit. Mm-hmm. Just sit and be present and don't. Don't worry about like trying to impress each other mm-hmm. or or say interesting stuff to each other. Mariana, that's it's literally like, you listening to a podcast. That's why you love it because you can just sit. <laughs> literally, you right. said just sit and not talk. I'm like, so you're listening to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All my best right. friends are podcasters that I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh my god, perfect. <laughs> I love I love that. So cute. If you're the kind of person that loves discussing art, creativity, or the arts industry, I definitely recommend you check out The Artist's Blend, a weekly podcast that invites artists of all kinds to expand their artistry, explore creativity, and engage industry. Whether you're an actor, a cinematographer, a visual artist, a musician, or just a lover of the arts, I think you might like this show. Each episode is a unique and intimate look into the creative process. Oh, and every episode they sample a different brew of coffee while they talk from fresh roast-to-order coffee companies. So grab your mug and get listening wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you're looking for an episode recommendation, why not start with the episode that I recorded with them? Just click the link in this episode's description. Well, okay, it all it, it also like surprises me that um, not knowing what to say and that you feel those ways because when I found out how you became a part of the Sonar Network, I was like, damn, that's impressive. Like, essentially that you reached out to the people who ran Sonar Network and you were like, hey, can I be involved or like be friends? Like, can we, hey, you just like put yourself out there like that. And yeah, does that come easily in certain situations for you? Or was that like rare for you? I've gotten better at that over Mm. the years. Mm. That's not something that, and actually I say I've gotten better, but like it's still always really scary. Yeah. Even like applying to a job or something is so terrifying for me because mm. I'm not good with like rejection. I'm, mm. it's so funny. I have to like even say <laughs> talking about myself yeah. on this level is so weird because I'm like, I've also been in therapy for years. So I'm like, <laughs> I've improved a lot of these things, yeah. but I'm still talking about them as if they're like the bane of my existence. Mm-hmm. But really, ultimately, like I have gotten better at like being a little more confident with like 
I have something to offer and I'm mm-hmm. just going to like put it out there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is scary. It's scary when, when you don't know what other people are going to think about you. Mm-hmm. But that moment <laughs> where I emailed the Sonar Network, yeah, that was a time where I was really like, I don't know what to do because I had gotten laid off from my old job. Mm-hmm. Like our whole team got laid off. And there was that blissful period of like mm. severance package <laughs> yeah, yeah, where I was like, all right, this is fun. Yeah. This is cool. I'm playing a lot of video games. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and getting paid for it kind of if I can yeah, say that in my head. Sort kind of. of. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then that started to dwindle. So mm. I was like, oh, God, <laughs> I have to like oh, no. do something. But I didn't want to go back into like I was working for like a restaurant marketing company doing like administrative things. And I was like, I don't want to do that. That's not Mm -hmm. like, what do I really love? I just want to try to get into something I love. Mm. And I've never been good at chasing my passions. Mm. So in that time period, I was like, I'm just going to try. So I like tried to reach out to different. Well, I actually didn't reach out to that many, but I was researching Toronto podcasters and stuff. And the only one that really felt true to me was Mm. sonar Mm -hmm. because when i saw sonar i saw they have like they have improv podcasts they have Mm -hmm. comedy they have like they're very like open like the bedpost yeah i believe was one of the first like there was like a very like sort of open-minded community feel Mm -hmm. and i was like this is cool like this Mm. is this is what i want to do and so when i emailed (laughs) It was funny because when I emailed, in my email, I said, Mike read it back to me recently. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It was horrible to hear. <laughs> and it was ju- it was just like, hey, like, I like podcasts. And uh, if you guys need kind of anything, you know, volunteering or, or any odd jobs or something, you know, I'd love to just get to know people in the community. Mm. And even if you don't have any work, you know, I'd like <laughs> to make a friend. Oh, it's so Wait. sweet. Like, okay. Oh. M- Wait, Mike, for, (laughs) if people don't know, I guess, context, Mike is the other guy, the guy that runs the Sonar Network. Yes. (laughs) And he, he, for years, thought that I was just some lonely girl that was like, I just want a friend. Yeah. And that I included this in the email because I was so sad and lonely and I just needed a friend. (laughs) That you like didn't even care about podcasting. You were just like, yeah, I'm just looking for friends. (laughs) Oh, but then he realized that on the Sonar website, on mm. like the contact page, it used to say, you know, reach out to us if you are involved in podcasting, you want to advertise, you want this or that, or if you just want a new friend. It okay. said it on so the website. There, Okay. So like, it's actually now, it's not, <laughs> it's not sweet and, you know, oh, it's actually witty. Like now it's, strategic. it's smart and strategic and witty and <laughs> observational. Like you saw it and you pulled, mm-hmm. now it's smart. So take See? that, take that zone, take that sonar. It's like, not oh my. sad. Yeah, it's not sad anymore. I okay? wasn't lonely. Yeah, I was fine. I was just making a joke. God, isn't that? How many times have we said that? Um, <laughs> well, with the sonar network, like, okay, so you talk about that rejection's really hard for you. Yeah. Okay, so so people will pitch their podcast to the sonar network to be a part of the sonar network. And a pitch might be rejected for tons of different reasons. Even if the show is really great, it might be rejected by sonar network. And I think about like you then will go into podcast spaces, let's say like an anniversary party or you might go to a conference or you might go to whatever, a live event. And then you might end up running into or in conversations with like people who's who've been rejected, like their podcast got rejected from Sonar. 
how do you navigate those situations? Like, is it a, how do you, I don't know, navigate other people's feelings of rejection or is there awkwardness? Do you just call it out? Do you just, I don't know. Is that weird ever? Yeah, it's weird. I think it's inevitable that it'll be Mm -hmm. weird, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I actually can't even think of a recent example of that happening directly because we we do get so many pitches Mm. but a lot of the time what happens is people will pitch us and be like I have this idea like I mean we get a variety of pitches Mm -hmm. some of them are really good and they like include a demo they include a one pager and they're just like this is my shit I got it Mm -hmm. like I'm good at this Mm -hmm. and we'll really consider those ones because we're like okay this person actually believes in this Mm -hmm. but then the other most of the pitches we get are like on a lower caliber Mm. Where they're just like, I have an idea. And we're like, uh, cool, man. Okay. Right. Like, usually what will happen is we'll be like, okay, this is a cool idea. Send us a demo. Yeah. We want to hear it play out. And then we never hear from them again. Mm, so those so, situations, I'm sure, are a bit easier. Because it's like, balls yeah. in your court. Like, we replied. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, we, I guess, when we have rejected people in the past, it's really hard for us because it's a community thing like Mm. especially if there's someone in the Toronto community like in the like comedy world and stuff like Mm -hmm. it's hard because we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and we don't want to like burn any bridges with Mm -hmm. friends and stuff so I mean sometimes we have to reject a show because it's just too similar to a different show we have on the network and it's like we can't really have that much overlap Mm -hmm. like we're trying to have a diverse roster and mm-hmm. like you know a little bit of something for everyone and like different subject matters so it's like if we feel like it's a little too similar we might have to say no mm-hmm. but usually we actually are not really good at saying flat out no we're <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> we try to be like let's revisit this right and sometimes they'll never come back to us mm-hmm. and sometimes they do and we're like oh cool actually mm-hmm. yes we are interested in this now mm-hmm. you know like there might we never really want to just flat out say no, we hate you. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine <laughs> either of you saying that. No, we hate no, you. No, it's, always, it's you know, always like, like a, <laughs> I can't even imagine It's always that. a very nervous, gentle, Aww. maybe later yeah. kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I know because it is so, it is so community based and it's hard to find that community. I think sometimes too, like podcasting can feel sometimes quite siloed in each show. And so if someone wants to become a part of the network and therefore kind of a part of like that community, my experience of you and Mike have been like, you're so great at wanting to support community and build community. I'm sure it would be hard to say like, no, I imagine you more being like, maybe not right now, <laughs> but yeah. maybe later, you know, like there's a lot of back that. And, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Like, yeah, we just don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And it's, and, and it's like genuinely, sometimes it really just is, we're too busy right now. Yeah. Like, honestly, we're just too busy right now. Talk to us in like th- two, three months. Yeah. Like, we can revisit this. Yeah. Like, let's, revi- re- let's revisit in January. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people just take that as a big fat no and mm. they're like, forget it. Mm-hmm. And they never come back. But for us, it really is like we literally just do not have the brain power right now. Yeah. Like, we don't have the time or energy right now yeah. to even consider this. But like we do like this Mm -hmm. and let's talk about the possibility. Mm -hmm. But I think that scares people off as gentle as we try to be. You know, I think some people just take it kind of harsh. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, we can't really do anything about that. It is hard and we don't like the feeling of almost like gatekeeping. Like, Mm. like, you know, like I don't like 
it's again this is my personality coming out yeah. just shining yeah. through but like you know I'm always sort of like second guessing things I'm like oh but you know I wish I could support everyone mm-hmm. I wish I could bring all the podcasts on the network mm-hmm. I would love to mm-hmm. we just don't have the resources you know well and I think too and I don't know if this helps speak to that part of you but like I think also a part of it is all of the podcasts that are on Sonar Network you're taking care of them when a pitch comes in and you might love it, but you know you don't have the capacity right now to take on another show. If you do, it can potentially do a disservice to all the other podcasts who have signed up for this community and this like relationship where this symbiotic relationship. And so really in saying no, it's not because, oh, I don't want to, I don't care about this like podcaster who's pitching to me. It's also like, I'm trying to take care of the community really. So Oh, absolutely. You know? So and yeah. we're like a small indie network. Mm-hmm. It's not like, we're not like, you know, the CBC. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. not like Wondery or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a small team. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is done by just a couple of people. Mm-hmm. So, and then we have like, you know, other people that do jobs. But it's like a lot of the day-to-day mm-hmm. is managed by me and Mike. So mm-hmm. it's it's a lot. So we're like... Truly, if I took on more right now, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to do all this other stuff. Exactly. So, yeah. And and the thing, too, I'm finding with Sonar is because it's growing, mm-hmm. every year is tougher. Every year is, like, more and more, like, crammed into, like, yeah. I'm just kind of like, oh, my God, I don't have time for all this because yeah. there's more opportunities and more partnerships and more new podcasts and, like, new events, like, all this stuff. And yeah. we're, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's a lot. When, when, when am I going to do this? When? No, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? I feel similarly on like, not on the network level, because I don't have that experience, but on the, just the, like making an indie podcast level that Mm -hmm. like people, people get into podcasting for like so many reasons. I feel like every single one of them is valid. Like whether it's like a hobby or to make money or promote your business or a passion project to entertain people, whatever. There's so many reasons to showcase your art. Like there's so, so many reasons. But I feel like regardless of the reason, it is so much work and you can have a huge team or you can have one person, you can have a a duo, you know. So I guess like I feel like what's cool about you from your perspective working at Sonar Network is you get to see all these different people making all these different shows and they all, I'm sure, like produce them a little bit differently. Yeah. So I don't even know how to ask this question, but it just like popped in while you were explaining like how do you and Mike, but for you, like, how do you run Sonar Network in a way that is sustainable for you and your team and is like preventing burnout? Similarly to like how a podcaster, like I think about that often. I'm constantly like, how do I find ways to make this easier? And not because I'm like, I don't want to do any work. And it's like, no, because I need, I want to keep doing this. And it is really hard to do it because like I said, there's so much new stuff coming up, so many great things. And it's really hard even just to keep a show going with no oh, frills, yeah. like no, no, with no frills. Like I'm a branded podcast now with no frills <laughs> grocery store. I mean, just like with even ignoring every festival, every award, every new show, yeah. it's a lot. So how do you go about doing it in a sustainable way? Or how do you see podcasters doing it in a sustainable way that prevents burnout? Well, I mean, there's two things there. There's how I do it. Mm-hmm. And then there's like how I see people successfully running podcasts. Yeah. I think if you have a co-host, mm. it helps to delegate. Yeah. You know, you do this and that. They'll maybe do this and that. Like mm-hmm. you'll edit and upload. Maybe they'll do the social media stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that 
delegation is like so key yeah for for people because you can't do everything yeah even if you have like a little indie show it's impossible Mm -hmm. you're gonna burn out Mm -hmm. and for me I will say like the last as I was saying like sonar grows Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. so which is a great positive thing Mm -hmm. but the last six months or so it's been ramping up more and more and more and I'm like this is exciting it's great but my mental health has been like suffering because I'm like I can't I can't like I have a I have I work nine to five as well Mm -hmm. I'm doing this all of my time even when I'm not working on sonar I'm thinking about it you know like it's constant it's Mm -hmm. just like your brain starts to get so heavy Mm -hmm. and for me what I do now is I'm taking uh, it's so funny. People have weekends, but I have one day off <laughs> where I <Perfect>. am forcing <laughs> I'm forcing myself to take this one day off. Yeah. Because I used to have zero days off. Yeah. And that's completely unsustainable. Mm-hmm. But now, Sundays, I'm like, I'm not doing any meetings. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing any, I'm not even going to think about Sonar. Yeah. And I love Sonar. Trust me, I want to think about it all the time. And I do on Sundays also, but <laughs> I try to push it out of my mind because I'm just like, I need to do my shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I just need to be with myself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be with anyone else. I want to be alone, mm-hmm. honestly. Being alone is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like cleaning my house. Mm. For me, that's a huge thing. Yeah. Because when I'm busy, 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 go, 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 like, I'm just like meetings. Like, I finish work. I'm, like, in meetings all all night working and then wake up early, work, work more after. <laughs> wake up early, work, work more after. I'm, like, there's no time to, like, my house gets cluttered. Yeah. There's no time to, like, clean, do my laundry and stuff. I'm, like, Sundays, I'm doing all that shit. Yeah. When I vacuum my house, you wouldn't believe <laughs> how productive I can be. <laughs> oh, my God. It's an incredible feeling. It's it the is. greatest feeling in the world. It really is, to like honestly. Clean your space. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. So I'm focusing on that. Like yeah. I'm trying to like I'm like I've noticed now that when it gets cluttered around here because I'm so busy, mm-hmm. I I have to clean it. Mm-hmm. And when I clean it, I'm just like, okay, I'm good. I can mm-hmm. do another week of this. Yeah. You know. So I think it's just finding those things. Like you have to really track what it is that that triggers that like anxiety for you mm-hmm. when you've been so busy mm-hmm. and for me it's like my space like I need to feel con- more connected to my space mm-hmm. so I take the time specifically to do that mm-hmm. and that's helping a lot yeah yeah if you don't yeah I mean I was just about to say something so cliche but I really do feel like if you don't take time to like refuel your tank like it's so unfair yeah. to expect yourself to like run on empty for the rest of the week for the rest of the month whatever and it can become like I find my pattern I very easily will create work for myself and I'm so excited about it like I will turn a project that maybe is four hours easily into 12 because I'm just so mm-hmm. excited and maybe we could do this and we could do that and oh let's try this and whatever and while that's wonderful for a while if I'm doing that and then I'm just constantly like creating more and maybe I'll do this and oh we'll yeah. plan this and then we'll do it for every single episode like oh my god I do that too oh because because I love it it's so exciting but I'm finding for myself I'm really thinking of like what is my ROI here? Like, what is my return on investment? And it can just be joy. It doesn't have to do anything to do with money or it can have to do with money and no shame on that too. But like, is what I'm doing getting me what I want or is it kind of just becoming busy work that I enjoy? 
but that I don't really need yeah. right now because I have enough of the work that's keeping me busy and I would like to have some of the joy that isn't work in there too so I, I can yeah. relate to that so hard because yeah. even Mike lately has been telling me like you gotta stop like making work for yourself yeah. basically like yeah. <laughs> you know yeah if somebody asks for a graphic for a show for like an event let's say yeah. like let's say spooked is doing a live show and the the venue is like we need a a graphic for the event it's like I will meticulously make like a beautiful <laughs> yeah thing in Canva I'll sit there for like hours and be like okay it's finally ready and he's just like Literally, you could have slapped a logo on. Like, I know. I do the same thing. You know what I started I'm just doing? like? No, it could be. Be- it could be more beautiful. And it's like <laughs> in the moment, at least for the first like three quarters of it. I don't know about you, but like I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Like it's not. I'm. Yeah. I'm enjoying. It's fun. And then eventually, I'm like, oh my god, I've been here for hours. Like, what am I doing to myself? <laughs> yeah. So absolutely, yeah. I started doing this thing in my day job someone that I work with said this where we were having a meeting we were talking about something and it was my boss and he was like you know I think this is as this is about as much time as I want to um, dedicate to this project let's let's move on and I was like wow that's so great it wasn't what the project <laughs> needs it's what I'm yeah. willing to give and so now yeah. sometimes when I'm doing something I'll take a step back I'm like I've been doing this for an hour do I want to dedicate more than an hour no I don't so I get five more minutes to finish this up this only needs an hour of my time and like if it does, if this is as yeah. much of my day as I want to commit to this thing, that's as much as it's going to get. And we're going to move on because I can't try and make everything meticulously beautiful and perfect in my head because ultimately yeah. a lot of the things it's like if I spent four hours or two hours, probably going to have the same impact to be totally honest, like most of the things. Exactly. So yeah. So it's like, that's what am I thing. doing it for? It's like yeah. most of the stuff that I'm spending hours on perfecting every little pixel of an image, yeah, yeah. it's like. It gets thrown up on a screen for 10 seconds yeah. while they're coming oh, on stage yeah. and then it's gone I and know. it's like, cool, it was perfect for those 10 seconds. It was so perfect, it was. but it's like, did you need that? I like, know. and I think, I, I mean, he's been telling me recently to just like cut it off at like 80%. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're not at a hundred, it's probably fine. Yes. <laughs> yes, know? yes, yes. Like most things, it's probably fine at 80%. You don't need to kill yourself and yeah. stay up till midnight because you like, you know, like this line isn't quite straight Yeah, or yes. whatever it is. Absolutely. And yeah. for people who I think are a bit more like meticulously obsessive like us, and I say that with zero judgment, I think also what we think is like giving our 100% is giving more than 100% and it's kind of unfair to request of us. Like That is true. You know, our 80% is probably our 100%. It's just like we have very unfair. I don't I shouldn't speak for you, but it's unfair expectations a lot of the time. It's it's not fair. So It's someone else's yeah. 150%. Yes. Honestly. Yes. Like yeah. other people would do it in 10 minutes and be like, "Here you go." And it would be totally fine yes but that's the thing us, it would we're be gonna totally spend 90 fine. minutes I know, I on know. a thing that could have been done in five minutes I, know. I don't know I I actually it's a mental health issue <laughs> you <laughs> know what really... actually helped me which like is silly okay so I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how there was a psychologist talking about and I forget the exact terms but that like some people are a lot more externally motivated and some people are more internally motivated and then a mix so if I'm more internally motivated it's like if I want to have something done, like I want to make sure that I take my vitamin in the morning, 
I tell myself I'm going to take it and I'm likely to do it. Whereas external, I need to tell my partner or my friend, I'm going to do this or like, Mm. I'll do this for you and I'm more likely to do it. I am externally motivated for sure. And I'm realizing you didn't need any of that context for me to tell you this story, but I gave it to you and there you go, Mariana. Okay. So what helped me was when I started, when I was working for someone else and I was being paid by the hour and I would do a project and I would think this is their money I'm spending. If I spend four hours on this project, it's their money that I'm spending. I could just charge them for two hours, which again is like a negotiation, whatever. Now we're getting into freelancing and gigging. So yeah, sometimes I would do that too. But then I'm also like, that's not sustainable because I'm working eight hours and charging for four. Like I can't do that. But that helped me in a way. And yes, ideally I get to a point where it's internally motivated also and not just for someone else. But that helped me. I was like, I I'll spend an hour, not two. And it's basically just as good as two hours. And they're like, great, this looks awesome. And I'm like, okay, I didn't need to spend two hours on it. Like, I know. That's there's stuff that I've submitted to people in a rush that I spent 20 minutes on. And they're like, this is amazing. And I'm like, why do I do anything? (laughs) What, like, why am I trying? Why am I trying anything ever? Why don't I just like phone it in? I think you you should totally, I hate saying you should, but I think it would be so fun if you experimented with phoning it in on a day or like this week, I'm going to just once a day, I'm going to phone it in. I kind of, the other day I had something to do and I was like, you know what? This is as much time as this is going to get because like typically I got a self tape and typically self tapes will just like, sometimes they just overtake my whole day. I'm like, great, Mm. cancel everything. And I'm just going to work on this for hours and hours and hours. And I realized like, I'm not getting a better result if I'm doing that. So I'm going to schedule an amount of time. This is how much time I get for learning it, rehearsing it, blocking it, whatever, getting ready, recording it. And I just, it was scary at the end because I really questioned myself like, oh, maybe I should have spent a little bit more time on it. Is it right? Is it whatever? And I kind of just experimented like that's as much time as it's going to get. I mean, it did happen to be a self-tape that in the end like wasn't my best. So maybe it's a bad (laughs) example, but I just let that be. And it was, it's eating me alive a little bit. I'm not going to lie. That's why I'm thinking of it right now, but I'm trying. Just like, we're going to let it go. We're going to just let it be. So, But that's the thing is it came and went. Yeah. And and I'm trying to also these days be better at sort of just being like, okay, that happened. Yeah. We're good. It's fine. It's let's focus on today now. Yeah. Because I get very hung up in like the mistakes I've made and you know mm-hmm. like I'm second guessing stuff so I'm always like oh I shouldn't have done that I should have done this or mm-hmm. whatever oh if only I had this or I had more time or whatever but it's like whatever man just yeah. it, it that it takes away mm-hmm. from your ability to give to something else mm-hmm. you know if we have too much going on it takes away from our other shows and our ability mm-hmm. to give to them and if I have too much going on, it takes totally away from my ability to give to myself in this moment. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I've also been listening to the Science of Happiness. Oh, you I know, you remember that podcast? Yes, I haven't listened to that. They started it in 2018 and I never mm. really listened to it. And I've been listening back from, because I have an illness where I have mm. to go back to the first episode. <laughs> and I'm listening from the beginning of that podcast and it's like, so fun yeah it's so interesting and mm. I, I am a person who sort of is like I'm a skeptic Mm-mm. sorry I'm like <laughs> sorry. not I feel like I have to apologize because everyone is kind of like oh cool oh like I don't know hippie stuff and mm. I'm just kind of like I don't know sorry I'm not fun like that um <laughs> wow 
but I'm like just boring. I'm like, I don't know, science, you know? But I think you can be skeptic and not pessimistic <laughs> for sure. I mean, I don't know. My skepti- yeah. my skepticism comes no, from like sure. a distrust, which is not, I don't know if that's a great place for it to come from. But like, I think it's good to be skeptical. Also, like you said, I, when you're I listening agree, yeah. to like all these shows and it's like, you're sur- it's important what you surround yourself with. You got to have some skepticism to see like, it, 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 you're not just going to adopt it. Yeah, it's you're going to filter through. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's how you end up in a cult a hundred percent which by the way i would love to do you know but that's a story for another time i totally said the other day, i was like i, I if someone asked me to be in their cult <laughs> no that is an issue i okay i'll get back to this okay, but okay. the science of happiness i love because yeah. i'm because i'm a skeptic i'm kind of like mm. i love to hear a scientific basis for a lot mm. of stuff that i previously was well no i mean like meditation i know is like legitimately a good thing Mm -hmm. it's not like a hippy dippy like new age thing Mm -hmm. it's like legit good for you Mm -hmm. but but at the same time it's like a lot of the language around it and a lot of the people that talk about it it can end up being something more Mm -hmm. sort of like spiritual or or whatever Mm -hmm. so I love to hear a very grounded explanation of like this is what is happening in your body Mm -hmm. when you are experiencing happiness or when you're experiencing relaxation or Mm -hmm. whatever and that is so much more helpful for me Mm. it just it to take it in Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah absolutely I don't even know how I got into that but cults (laughs) oh cults sign us up no I'm just kidding but I'm I'm in no sign me up I'm in when we were in LA recently we were uh at UCB which is across the street from Scientology. Scientology I know. Building. So I cool. I was scared. Uh, but I stood out on the sidewalk. It's so freaky. It's massive and weird. And oh. I'm also like, why is this here? Should it be here? Like, again, I mean, maybe I'm, well, no. I mean, I it was, uh, that was such an ugly laugh. I was about to like extend empathy to Scientology. There is a line that we need to draw, and I draw it there. I'm not showing sympathy there, but the building is eerie. I think when it like, hopefully eventually is not inhabited by Scientologists anymore. I think they should make it a haunted house. And like you walk it through is, the haunted it's, house. It's a large, scary, beautiful, beautiful building. Beautiful architecture. Yeah. But it's not just that. I, it's like there's, it's gated off. Yes. And there's like bodyguards or like, not bodyguards, other regular guards. Security guards. Not the body kind. Yeah. Guard. Wait, Guards. what's the difference between a guard and a bodyguard? Oh, the bodyguard is on a body. Uh, well, I guess a bodyguard got it, guards got it, got it, got it. a body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A person. Whitney this Houston. Is like a building guard. But yeah, <laughs> this is like a gate guard. A gate A guy guard. that stands at the gate. Yes, and yes, yes. And there's always like a guy, and he's, he, he looks like he's like in the Secret Service because yes. he's like in a suit and he's just like, like And he has there. the kind of, um he has the kind of ear thing, yes. walkie-talkie thing that ha- that's squiggly. Mm-hmm. That always makes me feel like they're like in FBI the ear, yes. in the ear, the squiggly, and all their topiary. Am I saying that word right? Topiary, topiary, topi. All their topiary. shrubs are meticulous. Yeah. Like yes, that's also it's what's pristine. eerie about it. Everything is pristine. The color and the shape. So weird. I wanted to go in so oh, bad. I know, but I don't. I, I wanted don't think, to go in like so a bad. Gift and... Shop. Like I don't think you can. You can't. But there are <laughs> tours. You can do there tours. Are? And I was like, yes. And I was like, please let me do this tour. And Mike was like, no, you're not. But is going this like in a there. recruitment like, tour? Like, what kind of tour is this? I don't know. Probably a recruitment tour. But the thing is, like, I'm not a celebrity. They don't want me. That's the celebrity oh. center outside UCB. That's a celebrity center. So they right. want, like, so feel safe. Tom Cruise. 
Yes. I'm like, they don't want me. No. Just let me look around. I have no money, no influence. It's great. I can just pretend I'm interested. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. he's just like, no, you're going to get sucked into it. And I'm like, yeah, oh, do you get sucked? Do you get sucked into stuff like that? No. Oh. I'm so, I think I'm so. But she's skeptical. <laughs> resistant to it <laughs> yeah, yeah, at this yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I just, I think I'm so resistant to it where I'm like, I want someone. I want someone to get me. You know what oh I mean? Oh my like, God. Okay. That's like, do it. yes. It's like. Like, you want somebody to be able to push through the skepticism. Yes. Like, you're so resistant to it. You're like, I would love to find someone who can get through this. Oh, I feel like yes. we're talking about, I feel like we're talking about, like, on on dating shows where someone is, like, so, like, I push everybody away or, like, I don't let mm-hmm. anybody in. But, like, I just want that person who will just push through the Scientology gate and let me in, you know? Yes. I'll put that on my Tinder on my Tinder profile, push through my Scientology. Um, oh my God. I had so, there's like so many more things I want to ask you. So now we're just gonna have to have like a real life conversation where we both know what's going on. We can sit and be silent, but then also I'll ask you more questions when we're being sitting and when we're being okay. sitting and we're being silent. When we're being sitting. When we're being yeah. sitting. Um, I thought I might wrap up chatting with you today, asking you for some podcast recommendations. Okay. How does that feel? Okay. Here's the thing. Sure. You can take as long as you want to answer. Don't worry about it. I'll edit out the between if you want. I'll edit out the silence. I mean, I'm sure they're not like at the top of my mind. Got it. But I will recommend the signs of happiness. Oh, yes. That's because... a great one. Oh, that might be one. Okay. I have some like prompts for you. And then I'm going to ask you for a recommendation Ooh. for that. So maybe that'll fit in one of okay. these. And if not, we're just going to shout it out anyway. Okay. Okay. So my first one is like, what is a podcast that helps you feel informed? I think. Uh, the Science of Happiness, probably, honestly. Oh, no. oh, I guess informed, like, with day-to-day, like, current sure, events. Sure, sure. Whatever make, whatever, however you take I'm informed. I'm such a basic B-word when mm. it comes to that. And I uh, I literally listen to, like, The Daily. The Daily. <laughs> great. The Daily's great. <laughs> like, Love. It's perfect. Yeah. Quippy little factoids. Yeah, I love, I love that. It. I love that. Okay, what's a podcast that you enjoy purely as entertainment? Oh my god, so many! Mm-hmm. I think all of them that I enjoy are purely oh, that's entertainment. fair. What do you get? No- <laughs> Imagine I'm like, what do you get nothing else out of except for entertainment? Like they don't teach you anything. They don't. <laughs> like sounds like it's like a backhanded compliment. And with a caveat of like, I didn't give you these to prepare, so I'm sure afterwards, I just want to say your brain might be like, oh, I should have said this one. Why didn't I say that one? Don't do that to yourself. This is just the first one that you think of. There are so many. You know others. what? No, I know exactly what it oh, is. Oh, which one? It's Hollywood Handbook. Oh my god, I just downloaded a bunch of those. Oh no, no. Don't, don't. listen to it. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Oh no. The thing with Hollywood. Okay, Handbook. I'm scared. Someone mentioned it like weeks ago, and I downloaded a bunch, and I haven't listened to it okay. yet. Okay. For me. Yeah. It's maybe my favorite podcast. Wow. But with the caveat or whatever. Okay. That. It's not for everybody. I 100% realize that. Okay. And it's it's also like the reason I picked it for this is because it teaches you nothing. Love it that. is absolutely nothing. Great. It's a nothing show. Great. And in fact, <laughs> I don't think the hosts even know what it is anymore. <laughs> oh, now all. I'm really intrigued. I actually love that. What I think you need to do, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry that this is contagious, but you need to go back to episode I knew one. you were going to say that. I knew you were going to be like, but I'm like, I feel like I need to ask somebody else because I feel like you're so biased. Like, are you going to say that about every show? That, like no. the daily? Do no, I have no, to no. go back to the beginning of the daily? <laughs> that I'm never getting to anything else. I have to listen no, to the no, beginning. No, no, no. no <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not. But but the reason I say this is because, okay, I love Sean and Hayes. Yeah. That's the two hosts. 
they are together like probably the best chemistry i've heard between two hosts they are so funny together they're so quick but they're so dry and you'll maybe <laughs> understand where my dryness comes Love from it. but i'm gonna be so, so intimidated dry. every minute that i listen to it no 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 because no, they're so stupid yeah and i don't have to talk to them so it's, it's perfect i won't be intimidated in the beginning the whole premise of the show loose premise mm. by the way not that well thought out. Love it. Um, was like, they play these characters where they're like Hollywood, like big shots. So they're like, we know about Hollywood and we'll teach you about Hollywood. You know, like you come on our show, we'll teach you Hollywood stuff. Like, you know, tips about Hollywood, how to make it in Hollywood, <laughs> whatever. So that was kind of like the loose premise. And there are these characters who are like full of themselves. Mm. But that quickly just devolved into them being themselves Oh, I love. But sarcastic and weird. They just fell away with the characters and they're like, we're here now. uh, Very quickly. Very quickly lost the concept of the show. And now it's just them and they have guests on and they're weird and sometimes off-putting to their guests. And (laughs) the fun thing is like some guests are into it. Mm. Like they get it and they roll with it. And other guests are so weirdly resistant and they're just like, why are you guys being like this? Like They're just like so weird. That makes me feel so uncomfortable. (laughs) So nervous. It's not, it's not that bad. It's like, I can't explain it. It's, it's the hardest show in the world to explain. It's a perfect business model. I love it. (laughs) I love that. Truly. Yeah. And any fan I've talked to before, they're like, literally like, if I tell people about the show and they're like, oh, I'll check it out. I'm like, don't. Because it's not, not. (laughs) it feels like you have to be in on their like weird characters right. and, and and personalities to love them but you know go for it but you might it might go be a bullseye it. or a big miss and I feel like that's yeah. great like swing big also that's a great name I feel like that really Hollywood handbook I feel like that's a fantastic like name to hook you in and I'll start from the beginning and we'll see and you might get a message tomorrow me being like what did you recommend to me I love that I love that what's a podcast that makes you feel inspired or maybe like you've learned something Oh my god! You know what? It's it's hard to say a specific show. Mm. Although I will, I mean, any any podcast that is like well produced mm. is inspiring to me mm. because I work in indie podcasts and they're you know we're doing our best mm-hmm. over here. Everybody's got their mic and their setup and <laughs> yeah. they're they're trying yeah which is great yeah and everyone and some people are doing amazing work mm-hmm. and some people are more casual about it, which is also fine. <laughs> But when I hear a show like, you know, like a serial or something or mm-hmm. like an NPR show or something where I'm just like, oh, yeah, they fucking get it. Yeah, Everything's yeah, yeah. in the pocket. Yeah. You know, like everything is just like the whole story's flowing and like the narration's on point. The script is good. It's just yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I love those. <laughs> One that I will say was inspiring for me was Mystery Show that mm-hmm. I think I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. That's a Gimlet podcast that was only a few episodes long because they canceled it because it was, I think, absolutely too much work. Mm. (laughs) But it was like the host would solve a sort of everyday mystery sort of thing every episode, but she would do it in an investigative, like, podcast style. So she would, like, really go to a place and interview a person. But it would be like, you know, one of the mysteries would be like, oh, uh, this video store near my house like closed down even though I rented a video from them yesterday but then I went back the next day and everything was gone 
Wow. And it's like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. And she would like dig into this, interview people and like find the owner and like all this stuff. And it, it just was so fun to wow. go on this journey with her. Yeah. That was an, in- an inspiring show for me because now when we have pitches about like investigative things or mystery things, I'm always like, oh, we have to listen to a mystery show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have yeah. to make this person listen to a mystery show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can set the standard. No, absolutely. For yourself and like for your creative vision and things too. Okay, my last yeah. one for you is with thinking with, you know, all the work and everything that goes into a podcast. I'm wondering if you were going to start a podcast today, a new podcast, what would it be about? Oh, boy. <laughs> I think about this sometimes mm-hmm. and I don't really have a concrete idea. Mm-hmm. I will say I do have I do have a podcast, but it's like behind a paywall. Mm. So I have two podcasts actually with Mike mm. behind uh, like on our Apple subscriptions. Mm-hmm. And it's a few bucks a month and it's only on Apple. So it's like not everyone gets to, to hear it. Although here's an exclusive. I'm going <laughs> to probably make them public at some point. Oh. Yeah. So the, the I think one of those shows is behind the mic where... Mm-hmm. We talk to podcasters and people in the industry that we think are interesting and cool. Mm. And that's cool. Yeah. But that's like a pretty basic interview show. Mm -hmm. But the other one is the one that I really love. Mm. And that is The Pitch, Mm. where we have comedians come on and pitch us a podcast to join the network. But it's always really stupid or (laughs) really crazy or just unfeasible (laughs) or whatever. So, That's so we get fun. to play. Yeah, we get to play and ask them questions. Sometimes we hear clips from this <laughs> podcast that oh, they're that's pitching, great. And, and it's like it's just a mess. And and it, it's I think if I, I mean, I am doing this show, mm-hmm. but if I was gonna like kind of like do my own show, yeah, I think it would be something similar. Like mm-hmm. I love to play with comedians. I love mm-hmm. I love improv. I love improvisers. Mm-hmm. I'm not an improviser, so I'm always very scared when they're like playing with me because I'm like oh no I have to like deliver something I have to like yes and something but just say yes and just say yes and and they got it they know how you're feeling yeah they can do the rest yeah yeah I'll just say yes and yeah 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 we'll fill in the and and you go now yes and and you go now yeah don't worry we got you we'll take care of you um but I I love I love the comedy world I love Mm -hmm. I love comedy I watch a lot of improv I love being with improvisers mm-hmm. you know that mm-hmm. I think I would just play with improvisers oh I love that oh well thank you so much for playing with me today <laughs> yeah, this is so nice I was truly so nervous and even from setup I was like oh my god no your shit no your shit and I just feel like I know you better now and it's so lovely and I'm like really looking forward to the next time I run into you at like a podcast conference or live event or maybe it'll have nothing to do with podcasting an improv show I'm just excited the next time I run into you because I feel like I know you better I have something to invite you to oh my god invite me but I'll do it off fair off off the record yes 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 let's do off the (laughs) like oh my god invite me (laughs) like so excited (laughs) yeah I just really look forward to running into you in person next time because now we're friends now I've, I've decided you're my friend so oh, that's cool no it's always so weird mm. to be like oh this is my friend now but I do that all the time yeah I'll meet someone like twice and I'm like oh my friend that's my friend well it's also a weird I don't know like I'm not gonna say this is my acquaintance and it's not a co-worker there's also a weird I don't know when someone enters friendship and when you're mm-hmm. not friends and that's too intimate so yeah I'm just I'm just like yeah you're my friend I'm just gonna say it now and then that's how honestly I'm gonna though, introduce you like, we're the same age, I think. Yeah. 
Um, and Titanic taught me that. That was an immediate. Ti- yes. I was like, oh, we're the same age. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, we're Titanic. Yeah, age. we're Titanic. Age. And <laughs> I, I'm sure that you know, mm. it's so hard to build relationships with friends. Yeah. New friends mm-hmm. when you're at this Titanic age. So it's like <laughs> it is. I just call everyone my friend, and and until. I mean, I'm not the kind of person that will, like, weasel my way into someone's life. Yeah. Because that's crazy. But if they're, so like, around, I'm going to yeah. be like, hey, I know you. Yeah. You're my friend. Especially <laughs> at these, friends. like, big events, like a conference or a festival or whatever. Absolutely. I am, like, yeah. flocking over to someone that I know. And I'm also oh, yeah. always, like, if there's someone alone, I'm like, I'm going to flock over there. Come. F- I don't know what flock. That feels like the right one. Flock. It's what birds do. Come flock with me. I'm going to bird. I'm going to do what birds do. I'm going to pull you under my, oh, under my wing. Wings. Just with my wing. You're not under it. You're equal to it. And then we're going to go over here. I'm with you. I'm always, the number of events that I've just been like clocking Mike. And then I'm just like, great. Clock and flock. Oh, clock and flock. That's (laughs) Clock and flock. Oh my God. Clock and flock. And what was it? Trademark. Different, same dance, different pants, clock and flock. That, what a day right now. What a day. Oh my God. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Liquid Courage podcast. If you like what you heard and you're looking to support the show, here's a few ways you can help. You can leave the show a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Or you can follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at Liquid Courage Podcast. Or, and best of all, you can tell a friend about the show. Tell a family member, tell a coworker, post about your favorite episode online. Spread the word. That really is the best way to help support the show and help it grow. Did I just rhyme? Okay, until the next episode. Cheers. <laughs>